Hello, Mesa Community College, class of 2022, class of English 102, and anyone else joining here today. My name is Cole Link, and I am joined by my good friend, Kaylin Urban. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, Kaylin is 21 years old and lives in Deming, New Mexico, and is currently working full time. Kaylin, I'm excited to have you here with me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for taking time to join us. Um, of course. I knew you'd be a good guest today as you are someone who I can talk to for hours and still make good conversation with. And our podcast today is going to revolve around two readings that I have read for my class of English 102. They are okay. Rec- Reclaiming Conversation by Sherry Turkle and A Self-Reflection by Sherry Turkle as well. Um, you haven't read these and that is totally fine. But the um, questions I'm going to ask are kind of there regarding the summary of the readings and the main point of them. Okay, ask away. Uh, so to start off, I just want the audience to gain a sense of your phone usage, as that is what the readings revolve around, is phones in general. Um, so I want to ask what kind of phone you currently have. Right now, I have an iPhone XS Max. Awesome, okay. And on average, what would you say is your daily screen time? On average, I'm generally on my phone about 10, 11 hours a day. Okay. I'm the same way. Mine's probably at least 15. Oh, God. And as well, uh, what are the main social medias or apps you use on your phone? I would say I use Instagram and Facebook a lot. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Um, Our conversation again today is mainly going to revolve around phone usage and its effects on our brains, our actions, as well as its effects on family dynamics. So a good starting place is uh, when did you receive your first smartphone? Or not even smartphone, just like a phone you can text and download stuff on. You know what? It's messed up because I was so young. I was like eight or nine years old. I had like a flip phone. Mm -hmm. And but to think about it, like kids our age are young, younger than that, and they already have iPhones and stuff, so exactly, I don't know. Exactly, exactly. And that's actually like the next question that relates to this is, uh, do you wish you received your phone later on or earlier in life? Probably, I, I would say I wish I received it later on because I feel if I would have received it later on, I would have experienced my childhood outside more and done more things outside and been a child more, you know? Exactly, yeah, because most Physical kids... Activities. Yeah, most kids miss out on that because they have their tablet or phone and they just want to sit inside and watch YouTube, play games. They're missing out on those core structures you need as a kid, being outside, making friends, as yes, well as the physical those exercise. Things help, help you become a grown-up, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I agree. Um, the next question is, um, do you ever notice moments in life where your family is paying more attention to their phones than the people around them, whether that be you and other family members or friends? That actually happens to me a lot. Like, with my sister and my dad, like, I'll catch them on their phone when I'm trying to talk to them, or we're at the dinner table trying to have a family moment, and at times I get it, because I probably do the same thing, you know, but other times, like, you just wish that your family was in the moment, like, conscious, you know? Right. Instead of on their phone. Right. And there's times where that's fine. Like, if you're all watching a TV show, like, that's different. But if you're having, like, a family dinner, like, a sit-down one, that's a time when you want to put the phone away and actually be absorbed in the people around you. Most definitely. It's crazy how phones, like, take up our 
time more than you would think those things would. But I don't know. I guess we miss out on a lot because we're on our phone. Mm -hmm. And whereas on your phone, you're not really doing anything beneficial, whereas conversation with the people you love, family, friends, that can build memories, it can build moments. So we much miss more out on a lot of yeah, a lot of those physical memories. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's actually a point that Sherry Turco touches base on in the reading we read called "Reclaiming Conversation." It's a um, she touches base on how parents will get so absorbed into their phones, even in public places like at a restaurant, they're barely paying attention to their children. They, their child could be abducted, could walk away, could harm themselves, and they're too busy sitting on their phone to even notice or realize. And it's so crazy. I was literally telling my sister the other day, like, you can walk into a restaurant and you can see there you're a whole group of a family all on their phones when you would think like that's the time that they all want to be catching up and talking. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. To me, that's embarrassing too. Like, if I go out to dinner, dinner with my friends or family and we're all on our phones, it makes me like, are people wondering why we're all sitting on our phones not talking? Like, is this, do we look weird right now? We're all just staring at our phones when we're all in the presence of other people. What's the point? Exactly. Yeah, what's the point of meeting up with people just to be on your phone? We could have just stayed home and done this. Why do we have to go out in public and do this, you know? I agree. And uh, the next two questions, these are going to relate more to your social media usage. Um, one is, do you feel your online persona is the same as your real-life persona? Like, the same vibe you give off online versus in real life? I'd say yes. Like I post things that I like. I want I post things that I want people to see. Um, but I think that it is possible and people uh, I think that people do have fake personas online. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. They want to be perceived as something different than they are in real life. Mhm. Yeah, I I know tons of people on Facebook who will only post for example such as all the good moments in their life. So it looks like their life is spectacular and great. But in real life, like, I kind of know them, and their life isn't that great. Like, they don't post, like, anything that's negative, which is understandable. Like, not everyone wants to post their personal life on social media, but it gives off the vibe as their life is perfect. But that's the thing with social media. Like, people post only what they want the public to see. Nothing nothing more than that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're going to post what they want you to see. Exactly. That's kind of I think we've talked about that. Like Instagram is kind of the same way. Instagram is an app where everyone wants to just show off their life, whether it's money, trips, or just family and friends. No one ever posts like the hard things. It's always an app where you just show how well you're doing. And mm-hmm, I agree with that. Um, the next question is, uh, what are some moments in life you have posted on social media, like whether you moved, got a relationship, stuff like that, if any? Well, I moved. Obviously, you know that. But mm-hmm. I actually opened up about it on an Instagram post one time. And it actually felt really nice to do that because, like you said, like, I do, I am myself on social media, but I was only showing people the good side of what I was living. And it felt wrong. Like, I felt like I should post something that's raw, that's me. You know what I mean? What I'm going through, not just the good. So, Honestly, that felt really good to post that, what Mm -hmm. I was going through. Oh, I imagine. I feel like it gives people that follow you more of a sense that you're not, that you're you're real to you, have feelings. More genuine. Yeah, and your life's not always perfect. And you shouldn't be embarrassed to post that stuff. So that's good for you for doing that. That's quite a hard thing to do nowadays. 
nowadays. Thank you. And that's on period. <laughs> and uh, next, do you use any sort of diary, whether it be online or physical? Like I know some people have like a personal account. They'll post their feelings to that no one follows, stuff like that, if you have any. Honestly, like I feel like that's kind of how like Twitter is. Like you just post random random tweets that you're going through in the moment and if you kind of look back on that a year later it's kind of like oh that kind of was a diary of what i was going through but i don't i don't have no like whole diaries online but i see twitter is kind of like that you know okay yeah yeah i see your tweets but do you ever like go through it and wish you didn't tweet that like after like the moment said and done are you okay with leaving that up or do you go through and think i should delete this or do you do you keep it up keep posting i feel like i feel like yeah i feel like we all have moments where we post something and we go back and we're like why would i ever post that you know Mm -hmm. yeah i've been there the the next question this one it's kind of difficult to explain um but you know how facebook has like the memories and such or like snapchat as like a year ago today you were doing this oh yeah do you ever look at those and sometimes not want to see them like whether it's a past friendship past relationship something that you may not want to see do you enjoy those updates or do you wish you didn't receive them yeah like i have friends i used to be friends with and then they'll pop up on my memories and and it's kind of hard reminiscing on the good times that you had with the friend that isn't your friend anymore exactly Mm -hmm. and um in, in another one of our readings sherry turco touched base on that too um i gave the example of the facebook memories and it was the man who recently was diagnosed with cancer and it would pop up like a year ago today, two years ago today, he was fine. He was healthy doing stuff with his family. But then the, the updates, it would, he'd realize he can't do that anymore. That's not his life. And it would make him sad. So it's kind of what you said too. Like they're not always happy. Sometimes they are kind of bittersweet. Like it's reminiscing on something that's now gone. That's so true. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the last question I want to ask is, are there any apps that you use daily to give an insight on your day, like a horoscope or any or any or other sort of like pep talk for the day? Um, um I would say no. I, I'd say maybe like TikTok, like. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't use any apps like that. Okay. I know um, I use and some of our friends use like CoStar or like Daily Horoscope to kind of give them like, oh, today you'll feel like this, you'll do this. And um, Sherry Turco also talked about that in one of our readings, how people let that affect how their day is in a go. And that um, what, it, what the horoscope may say, they'll be like, you know what, I think that is true. And they might apply that to their actual life. And if they didn't see that, that morning they never would have done it that kind of gives them a boost of courage to do something they weren't going to do before that makes sense honestly because i forgot i do use like the horoscope on snapchat sometimes like mm-hmm. i just look at it and it kind of does give you a different sense after you read it for the day it does it does i like it sometimes it makes me do something that i would not normally have done if i didn't see that or maybe it affects my day in a different way than it wouldn't have if I didn't see that, you know. Okay. But 
that is about all we have time for today. Kaylin, I want to thank you for your time and talking with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me and having this conversation with me. Of course. Are there any last minute questions or thoughts you want to add? No. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you here today. Um, I just want to again say that today's podcast was based upon my readings for my class of English 102. They are Reclaiming Conversation by Sherry Turkle and Another Self-Reflection by Sherry Turkle. Um, I hope everyone has a great night and thank you for joining us.